back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. Having had raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons, she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert. So sit back, relax, and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races. Hi there, my name's Josie. I did Isabel's 28 day stretch and mobility challenge and I found it to be great because uh, who likes to stretch alone? It was very motivating twice a week to get on the floor and stretch with Izzy when she talks you through everything and it came at a great time for me coming off injuries, learning how to stretch and be more mobile with my body. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Isabel Ross and I'm the host of the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thank you for joining me once again and if you're a first-time listener, welcome. Today I will be talking about running drills versus plyometrics, I guess, or and, really, what the difference is between them and why all runners should be doing them and that includes you. Running drills differ from plyometrics, and this will all be explained. Now, as you know, Ron and I will be at Hut to Hut this weekend, sweeping the 100Kers on the Friday and Saturday nights. To be honest, I'm not good at staying up past 9pm, and we will actually be starting our sweeping duties at around 9pm, so this is going to be an awesome challenge for me. It'll be good for me. I keep telling myself that. So if you see us there, please say hi. Now, I've just finished working with a group of people on my 28-day stretching and mobility challenge, and everyone got heaps out of it, and it was so much fun to connect with everyone twice a week in our stretching and mobility classes that went for about 40 minutes each time, 45 really. Um, I have my Mastering Your Menstrual Cycle workshop next week. The early bird prices have gone up, so I'm sorry if you've missed that. You know, by the time this pod goes out, it will have. But even at $55, this workshop is a bargain if I do say so myself. A two to three hour workshop, question and answer time on anything. You know, it doesn't just have to be on that specific workshop. A PDF summary of the workshop, which I've already created, and the recording sent to you so you can watch it again or if you couldn't make the live event, it's there for you to watch. But I do say that the the live event is best if you can make it. Honestly, you'll be glad you registered for this one. I can't wait for it and really hope you join me. So go to the website and register now. Do you have an injury or niggle that is bothering you and stopping you from achieving your best? Then go to Health and High Performance and let them help you to get back to your best. They are at healthhp.com.au. So check them out. They will be very helpful for you. Now, Peak Chocolate is the best chocolate out there. I guarantee once you try their different products, you won't turn back. I think I'm going to need some of their caffeine one, (laughs) hut to hut. Go to peakchocolate.com.au and get 15% off at checkout with the code Isabel Ross, all caps, no space, and Isabel with an O. Alrighty, on to the main part of the podcast. Running drills are dynamic exercises that help to ingrain proper movement patterns into your muscle memory. Once ingrained, these movements become automatic 
and help to improve a number of uh, things within your whole running system. The strength of your muscles, tendons and joints, like the ankle, needed for powerful and fast running. Communication between your brain and legs. I know that sounds funny, but you know, you know what I mean. Coordination, agility, balance. That's a really important one if you're a trail runner. Proprioception, another important one as a trail runner. Running drills can be an excellent way to learn and develop efficient movement patterns that your body will then be able to adopt when running and it'll be it'll automatically become part of your running. Weekly, weekly running drills can strengthen specific muscle groups needed for running, especially the muscles of the feet, calves, shins, thighs, you know, quads and hammies, and your hips. Running drills <clears throat> also improve, this is what I'm getting at, communication between nerves and muscles by quickening nerve impulses that send signals to muscle fibers and developing that pathway as well. It's a good idea to do running drills at least once or twice a week if you can. You can improve your running a great deal by just doing 10 minutes of drills once or twice a week. That's not too much time, is it? Not even when you add it in with everything else. You can do drills as an independent workout after a proper warm-up, but they're also great when used as part of a dynamic warm-up before harder workouts and races. So it really does get your body ready. Plyometrics, on the other hand, are a type of exercise training that uses speed and force of different movements to build muscle power. Okay, so we're talking power and strength here. Plyometrics training can improve your physical performance and ability to do different activities. Plyometric training has been shown to be an important, a really important part of training a distance runner to recruit muscle fibres most efficiently. Now, a lot of people think, oh, for long running, we don't need it, but you really do. Plyometric drills help increase speed because they make runner strides more powerful and efficient. And I know I call them drills there too, but they're, they're a plyometric drill rather than a running drill. When your foot strikes the grind, it is exerting force. The more force you have when you hit the grind, the further you're going to propel forward and the less time it will take to apply it again and again, which thus reduces fatigue and you think in a long, long run, how many steps you're taking. When doing plyometrics, however, it's so important that you focus on form over intensity. Form is so incredibly important, especially, and with running drills, quality over quantity, and you must, must, must fully recover in between sets. Plyometrics for runners teach the body to use more of the muscle fibers that it actually has. So they're not just these lazy ones just sitting there. In turn, they make these muscle fibers stronger. And they help the muscles use less oxygen or energy when they do fire. And they increase the rate at which these muscles fire up and turn on, which you really want as well. They also put awesome stress, good stress, on the bones and soft tissue, strengthening them and preventing running injury. As long as you use them judiciously and don't go into them too hard and fast without the rest, otherwise you could promote injury. They improve the cardiovascular strength and endurance capacity of the body. You know, that's VO2 max and running economy. Plyometrics for runners also turn tendons into springs, literally, no, figuratively, allowing the runners a small amount of stored energy in the muscles to last longer, which is key in longer duration running events. Okay, so basically drills work, running drills work on in improving your form which will in turn help you become a more efficient and hopefully faster runner. And plyometrics strengthen your bones, tissues and muscles to make you a faster, more powerful 
more resilient runner. So how do I go about incorporating these into my already jam-packed routine of work, family, running, strength training and stretching, I hear you ask? Well, it's easy. No, it never is. Well, neither of them really take up too much time or should be done for too long. That's key. You don't want to be spending 20 minutes on them. I recommend using the running drills as part of your run. So after a 1 to 2K warm-up, you can stop and perform 5 to 10 minutes of drills. That's what I do with the perk group. After a 2K warm-up, we do some, well, we do more the dynamic warm-up, but then we do some drills. And you plan ahead by choosing three or four drills you want to do. So you're not just sitting there wondering what you're going to do and wasting time. Most drills should be completed over 20 to 40 metres. Start with a shorter distance. And as you build strength and efficiency and, and find your form breaking down slower, as in because like doing high knees, it's hard to keep them high for a long distance. Then you increase your distance to the outer limit of that range. And basically then you walk back to where you started before beginning the next drill. Walking back is important. It may seem why bother, but it slows the process and ensures you're not rushing from one drill to the next to the next. Perform two to three reps of each drill before beginning the next exercise. Then continue on with your run. And that's what we do at Perk. Then we go on and do the quality part of the session. Or you can perform them at the end of the run. I used to like doing my running drills by starting and finishing my run at an oval so I could do my drills barefoot on the grass. However, there is that chance you may be slightly fatigued by the end of the run, so then you won't form the drills as effectively and with as such good form. You can basically perform running drills most days because they're not too overly taxing. But then I wouldn't do them every day as we don't want it to become a chore and something that, oh, my God, I've got to do the drills again. So basically I'd plan to do them on your easy run. Or, I don't know. It's also good to do before a quality session because it encourages good form for quality. Plyometrics, on the other hand, take a lot more out of the body and have a greater propensity to cause injury. You can sprinkle a few plyometric exercises into your regular strength training routine, whether that be two or three times a week. This is what I do. Um, I add it to my general strength and to my core. Beginners should aim to do one to two plyometric sessions a week. That's enough since it's so hard on the body. Just like with running, it's so important to ease into plyometric workouts to avoid injury. The timing of your plyometric exercises depend on what sort of running and training you are doing. Do not do a plyometric workout before a hard or long run, okay? Not a good idea. And do not do them right after a hard workout or a long run because basically your muscles will all be fatigued and you'll be more likely to cause injury. It is best to perform a plyometric workout after an easy run or several hours after a hard run effort. I tend to do mine as part of a core workout after an easy run or if I do it as part of my general strength training, <clears throat> then I, I do my strength training in the afternoon after a morning session. So there's been a few hours in between, okay? And between the different plyometric drills, make sure you have at least one to two minutes full rest between each exercise. This is so important. Plyometrics work best when the muscles are fully recovered. Now, the next question is, I'm sure, which exercises are the best? I will give you my recommendations. And even if you know some of them, you go, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of high knees. Still Google them so you can see them executed with correct form because that imprints it, you know, sort of on the brain and then you're more likely to hopefully have good form. And there are so many running drills, different running drills you can do to enhance your technical skills, but here are a few, which I'm sure you may have heard of. Butt kick drill. 
butt kicks help to improve cadence and improve the quadriceps and hip flexor flexibility. And butt kicks are harder than, to do correct form, way harder than you would think. A-skip drill. A-skip reinforces midfoot landing and helps to improve cadence and coordination. Fast feet, sort of fast feet running, helps to improve your cadence while emphasising proper foot placement and short ground contact time, which is what we're after. High knees. Now, high knees are hard to maintain for a long period of time, believe you me. High knees help to reinforce midfoot landing, improve cadence and hamstring flexibility. Because running drills are a skill, you need to pay careful attention to the way you perform each drill. If you rush the movement and perform them with poor form, all you are doing is reinforcing bad habits. Take your time with each drill. And if you find yourself losing form, stop and rest before continuing on with good form or stop completely. Drills are pointless if you do them with poor form as this is then what you are teaching the body to do when you run and reinforcing these bad, this bad form into your movement patterns and you don't want to do that. That's why I'm saying look at a video first, you know, really nail that good form. Now, here are the best plyometrics for runners and there's a few. There's a few. Squat jump. The squat jump help gives you power and helps prevent injuries like runner's knee or ITB syndrome. But once again, be very, very careful. Jumping lunge, or they can be called split squats. This exercise targets all the muscles that are needed while running, strengthening and improving your performance over time. All these things take time, of course. Frog jump. As the name explains, you look like a frog when you're doing it. The frog jump move targets your glutes, hamstrings and quadriceps, all of which, of course, are very important muscles for runners. Pogo jumps, and you probably have heard of this one. This strengthens all muscle groups in, in the legs and gives your body power and increases the speed of communication between the brain and the muscles. So this that's when you're doing it on the forefoot, keeping the toes up. Hopping on and off a step. This plyometric, I don't know if there's a fancy name for that. This plyometric exercise for runners is great for strengthening your chain of command. Now, if this is too hard for you jumping on and off a step, up, back, back, this move can also be done on the ground as a single leg hop. If you do do it on the ground as a single leg hop, mix it up and do up and, you know, side to side, forward and back, you know, do a few different moves. Um, skater jumps or hops, I call them skater jumps. Skater jumps are a lateral exercise that targets all the major muscles in your legs from quads to calves, helping you be, build balance between your dominant and non-dominant sides. And it's good to move in the lateral movement as well rather than forwards and backwards all the time. Toe taps, this is also known as fast feet, which is basically what I call it, but it's different to the running drill. And it adds power to your strides and evens out imbalances. Depth jump, this one you've got to be really careful with. This trains the body to use the elastic energy from ground contact to produce greater concentric muscular force to propel you forward. Aim to do 10 to 16 reps of each move, but I would start with, you know, five to eight, first of all. So please, please, please make sure you start easy with these. You don't want to cause an injury by doing too much too soon by overloading the body. So there you have it. Add drills and plyometrics to your routine and see how they work for you. I'd love to hear how you go. So please do DM me once you've had a go for a while and let me know. But please be careful. Also, I'm in the process of creating an ebook on drills and plyometrics that will have links to videos of each exercise that I'll be talking about in the book. I'll be selling this on my website for only $3.99. So check out my shop 
If this interests you, it should be out in the next week or so or could be out. Just check. Depends how much I manage to get done. I also have ebooks on stretching and another one on mobility, which you can purchase in the meantime, as these are important to focus on too. That's why I did the stretching and mobility challenge. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have some ideas of topics that you would like me to cover, please DM or email me and let me know. Have a great week of running. See you later. 